you shouldn't ever approach any picture with, with the idea that you might mess it up. I mean, that's not psychologically, that's a bad thing to do. What you've got to do with every picture, you've got to think, now I'm going to make a really, really good job of this. You're listening to Colin Bradley Artcast with Colin Bradley and Stephen Bradley. Hello and welcome to Colin Bradley Artcast. I'm Stephen Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Hi, Dad. Hi, Steve. Good to talk to you. And you too. How are you? I'm very well. I'm very well. Uh, I'm working hard as usual, oh, but yes. enjoying every minute of it. Brilliant. Oh, that's good. Lovely stuff. Lovely stuff. Well, it's been a bit of a, a manic week. Um, I've been able to get back to editing lots of new projects uh, for the website and going through all your archived footage that you sent to me a little while ago. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So, uh, but it's going to please a lot of members because a lot of people have been requesting various projects and uh, I'm pleased to say that we've been able to fulfill some of those requests. Yes, yes, that's right. Um, And uh, there's, uh, the one I'm working at the moment is actually quite interesting because we went to... um, uh, Fabersham, I do, people wouldn't know where Fabersham is, but it's, it's not very far away from us, quite close to Canterbury. And we went up to Fabersham Creek. You know Fabersham Creek in, in um, Fabersham? It's very famous, very, very ancient. Um, it goes back to oh, 1200 and something, so it's, it's pretty old. And uh, we, were talk- we were talking to somebody about Thames Barges, and I thought, wow, I'm going to do another Thames barge. So I've just been working on something now that is going to be an absolute showstopper. Wow. Something completely different, but it does involve Thames barge. I won't say any more than that because I'm going to give it away. But uh, it, it's amazing how you can – we went we – went, um, uh, Eileen and I went up for the day and we had a really great day. Beautiful oh. weather, which was lovely too, but all the Thames barges were there on in Fabersham Creek, and as you know, I love them. I, I love them to bits, and I know um, uh, I know people do because the, the Thames barge uh, starter pack that we had was one of the uh, the most popular I, I ever did. Mm. So we know that people do like them. They've got a lot of nostalgia with them, aren't they? And they look so elegant. Yeah, well, the the members will be able to um, get access to that pack if they are uh, logged in and mm, look at the digital mm. products they'll be able to see and uh, and learn to draw that Thames barges pack. So, what's it? What's it? Is it similar? Like, what's it like going back to it? I've having done a Thames barges, you know, so long well, ago. Well, I didn't want to do repeat what I did before, so this time I've done it in as a sunset effect which is oh, okay. really, really nice. And I, it's, it's an absolute stunning picture. I've almost, almost at the end of it now. I've just got a, another day, maybe a day or two. But I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I'm going to be really sorry to finish this. <laughs> but anyway, that's going to be coming up uh, soon. But it just shows you the kind of thing that I didn't... Before I went to Faversham last week, I, I didn't have any inkling. But I was talking to a lot of the uh, Preservation Society people there that are trying to, uh, you know, raise money for uh, a new um, wharf and a new gate, uh, you know, the the swing gates Mm. for the beach and 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 various other uh, projects that they're trying to do. And it's obviously a very worthwhile project. And and I said, you know, uh, 
I'd like to help. So I'm hoping that when I do this, I might um, be able to offer it to them. Oh. Maybe to raise some money. Oh, Once nice. we've got the project underway, you know, and it's uh, it in the can. What, sorry? Auction it off. Uh, well, uh, they can auction it or they can use it as prints or whatever, you know. I don't oh. know, whatever to do. But it, so this is what, what prompted me. So I wanted to do something a bit special, um, but not the same as uh, uh, others that I've seen. Because Thames, the typical Thames barge is sailing along in full sunlight or, you know, and you see all the sails, which is great because they are such a beautiful craft but what i wanted to do is something different different to what i've done before and different to ones i've seen mm. and i don't think i've ever seen i, I looked through i looked on in, the uh, internet and i couldn't see anything similar to what i've done or i'm doing rather so it was something different oh great but, great but we're all going to benefit by it yeah well exactly yeah well, people will be able to to see what you've done i'm sure we'll reveal that soon um so the latest project we've uh, just the other day uh, loaded up on the website for members uh, is uh, something really different that i was teasing last week something that people would not have seen before and it was a bit of experimenting by you because you've done uh, watercolor well you've used the watercolor pencils in the cartoon projects which are also on the website now mm. and you've used them again but this time for an actual realistic style picture um yes yes sort of that's right well what the reason that i did that is because we've had an awful lot of people over the years have said how do you do watercolor pencils?" and i said well you know i'm not really keen i'd rather just do watercolor and it, why do you need a pencil but when i was working with the cartoons two things came to light first of all they worked really well as just a coloring pencil rather than you know wetting them they work really well and the uh, Albeck Dura, which is the one that I've always liked anyway, uh, performed really well on the cartoon without water. But I thought, well, okay, I could do that again, but this time I could do it without water and with water. So people have got choices. They can either leave it without putting water on or they can put the water on afterwards, and I show both of them. Mm. So I've done it inside of I've done it in three sections really. First of all, there's pen and ink, which looks good anyway, and people can actually just do it in pen and ink if they want to. Uh, but then you've got um, the the coloured pencil on its own, which again I liked, and then you've got um, me showing it as a watercolour. Why uh, did you choose to do pen and ink? Why didn't you just colour it with that? Why did you just? Why didn't you just do a pencil outline and then colour that? Oh, you can. You could. You could do that. The the problem is it doesn't show up really very well, Steve. Uh, the, the, in in pencil, in my opinion. So I prefer to do it as a as a as a pen and ink. Um, but I do say on the video, and if anybody wants to just use it as pencil, they can just colour it straight in. They can just go over the line the line drawing with a. A graphite pencil. They don't have to use a pen, and they can then uh, color it on top with the uh, color pencils. Does the, the pen does the pen affect the water going on? Uh, does the water affect the pen? No, not at all. Absolutely not. No, the the, the pen the once the pen the ink. Um, mind you, I'm talking about our pens now. I'm not talking about any other pens. 
it's only the pens that we use, they are like, I wouldn't say, if you put water on them, they won't, they just, nothing will happen to them. They don't spread. Right. But that doesn't mean to say if you get a, maybe a cheaper pen that uh, it, it might then spread. You've got to test it. That's, that's the way to do it. Put it on a bit of paper and just put a paintbrush on it. And the pens that we sell are the uh, Faber-Castell uh, Superfine XS, yeah. which is like that's right. extra slim i don't know what it stands for but xs um is the is the super fine point pen that's right they are available on our store yeah and so you'll find that they that there's no run at all with them it would look awful if they did Uh, i can't imagine but um i preferred the pen and ink it was just really another way of doing it I, i wanted to do it so that uh it was very striking and I think you'll agree, it, it's just, it is that. There were techniques, too, that you can do with a pen and ink that come through any, a watercolour picture. As how uh, so? Well, for instance, when, you're do, when I was doing the doorway and the beams, I scratched, almost scratched the pen on the paper, which give it a kind of texture, oh. you know, like a, a texture to the beams and the door. Now, when you put the water, when you put the coloured pencil on that, that still comes through. You can still see that through the uh, pen, but you couldn't do it with the pencil so easily. You couldn't, you know, with the coloured pencil, just wouldn't have created the same effect. It was a bit smooth. Yes, it would. Yes, it, and and of course, if you were once you wet it, it would just get disappear anyway. Yeah, but the but you're still left with the pen and ink at the end of the day so possibly just using graphite uh, as a pencil outline then using the color and pencils watercolor pencils on top and wetting them would have made a very flat looking yeah you know, semi watercolor kind of yeah. style image and that's not what you went for with this you went for a very much yeah. pastel pencily gritty textured kind of approach yeah i i think that people who have uh, followed us and our members are all going to be used to me using the pastel pencil. So what I wanted to do was to uh, do something that was as as good as that or equivalent of that. Mm. Now, in my opinion, it doesn't hold a candle to pastel pencils, uh, I've got to say. Uh, Watercolour pencils is good fun, and it was very good fun to do. But I I think if I was – if you – being honest, and I'm sure our members would say the same, if you put it against a pastel pencil painting, it doesn't hold a mm. candle to it. So That's only my opinion. But I think it's good fun. And I think people like to... I think almost every single artist in the country has got watercolour pencils somewhere. Right. And most of them are probably have never used them. Had you attempted anything with watercolours before, watercolour pencils before? I, I, I've, I've played with them and not been very successful in the past. The only time I was successful was when I used them with pen and ink, funny enough. So that's why I went back to that. I've, I've seen uh, a lot of watercolor pencil work and personally, it's never really appealed to me that much, you know. I, I, it can get very messy um, where watercolor is pure I'm talking about normal watercolour, is a, is a pure colour, and you get uh, a positive colour. With watercolour pencils, it doesn't work that way if you don't treat them 
as I have done. The mm. way I've done them is kind of normal colouring and just sort of wet them, and they look they look attractive, very attractive. Almost, and I, uh, almost like the same way that you approached the aquarelle graphite pencils. Mm, you only yeah. used the, the water when it was absolutely necessary. That's right. And I think if people look at the two um, pictures, the picture of the coloured pencil on its own without putting water on it, they may prefer it. If, if you were asking me what would you prefer, I prefer it without water. I prefer it with just the coloured colour uh, on it as mm-hmm. a pencil. Mm-hmm. But it's a watercolour pencil, Steve, and you've got to say, well, if it's a watercolour pencil, you should theoretically use water with it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the idea of them. Well, the interesting thing, you, you had a cheat when you did this picture. You, you, you sort of revealed a cheat tactic in order to sort of save your work effectively (laughs) almost like hitting save on a computer or making a copy and you actually did that you actually took your colored pencil drawing scanned it in or made a color copy and then uh printed it out and and worked on that now why did you decide what made you think of that uh, well, I wanted the <laughs> I wanted the original picture to, to anyway. You see, once you wet something like that, you've had it. You've got to start again. Now, think about it. If you've done all that drawing out, well, I mean, I have, but people will have had the line drawing, so they wouldn't have done that. But if they followed me and they did all the pen and ink work, they would have been really pleased with it at the end of the day. Gosh, that really looks good. Then they would have got the coloured pencils out and they would have coloured it as I instructed, and that would have looked good. Then, if I hadn't said anything, they'd have said, okay, right now, Colin's going to do it watercolour. And they would have followed me to that. Now, they may well have messed it all up. And if they'd done that, the whole project would have gone down the pan. It's not like pastel pencils. If when you get to that stage of pastel pencils and you put the pastel pencils, then that doesn't uh, work that well. You can manipulate the pastel pencil. You can rub it out for one thing if it if it comes to it, but with watercolor pencils you can't do that. You you you're stuck with whatever it turns out like. So the reason I did that, the way I did it, was so that people first of all when they do the pen and ink, make a copy, make a copy of the pen and ink, and then then work either on your pen and ink picture because you've got a copy of it, or better than that, work on the copy. As long as you put it on the, you know, watercolor paper or the sketching paper, which I use, which is what I did, because it looks the same. You would, no one would be able to tell the difference. Mm. Um, but you've still got your original pen and ink picture in case you mess up. Mm. Then, and, and you in, you sort of then made because you worked over the top of it. You almost gave the picture more depth. Um, it's almost yeah. like fixing your picture and then reworking it. It was like, um, right. but but better because, uh, well, no, it's pretty much the same because it's it's flat. You know, the print is flat, and then you're giving it more depth, more texture. Mm. But by working on top of it again, it was really interesting because um, anything that you wet um, still had something underneath it. It, didn't, right. it almost didn't go completely watered down, sort of clear, not clear, but, you know, transparently, you know, kept it, yes. kept its colour. Absolutely. And if, if I'd have done that um, straight, I probably would have been okay with it. But I've got to think of people having a go themselves and that might not have worked the same way for them. They might have overwet it and had a real major problem on their hands. So the way I did it was 
was a very safe way of doing it. And uh, people have still got their pictures, you know. If, if it goes wrong, oh, well, I'll do it again mm. and do it again. And it's good practice. I mean, if you've got that picture uh, saved as a colored picture and printed it, print it off onto um, your sketching paper and then you colored it and you messed up, oh, well, I don't mind so much because you can do it again. You know what I mean? It, it's not such a big deal. Psychologically, and, it must free you up as well. Oh, absolutely. It gives you more confidence. You think, oh, well, if I... I mean, you, you shouldn't ever approach any picture with, with the idea that you might mess it up. I mean, that's not psychologically, that's a bad thing to do. What you've got to do with every picture, you've got to think, now I'm going to make a really, really good job of this. But it doesn't always work that way. And, uh, but when it doesn't work, you have got a, a fail-safe, really, or a backup. And uh, in a situation where you're learning, uh, it's a good idea to have that. Mm. Mm. So tell me why you, and what parts, why you chose parts of the picture to wet and not others. Because you coloured a lot of the picture again anyway, but you still only colour, uh, you only wet some parts of the picture. Well, the reason I did that is it would have been a disaster. If you would have wet the sky, for instance, uh, you, you'd have had a disaster on your hands because skies. Uh, it's notoriously difficult to get coloured um, watercolour pencils to look smooth. So you, you'd be in dead trouble if you tried that. Because of the water uh, when it dries, is it? Because of the mm. water when it dries, it leaves a sort of it, mark. That's, that's right, exactly. You get watermarks and, and you get blobs. Now, you can get away with those blobs in, in grass or trees or buildings. You can get away with it. it it's not so you can cover it up. In the sky, you can't cover it up unless you put a flock of birds in there or something like that. <laughs> what, how can you cover something like that? You can't. So don't do it is the best thing. Do you remember if you go back a little way? Uh, I know this is slightly different. When I did the uh, shack a little while ago with the watercolour pencils, mm. uh, the watercolour sort of graphite, I meant, I said, don't do the sky. You know, draw it, but don't do it because... It would be awful. You you put water on that, and it would have been been ruined. Uh, right. it, it, so I didn't do it. Um, we just put a um, you know a, use the pencil on its own. There, mm. you don't you don't take risks. Don't you, take chances. You and, chose to wet the beams on the cottage, which was an interesting choice because um, you'd expect I would have I would have expected them to have the texture, but they still had the texture. Maybe because of the techniques that you applied before that. That's but right. Why did you Why did you decide to, to wet the beams to make them a little stronger? Because once you once you once you put water on it, you strengthen you ah. the the watercolor itself. The watercolor pencil um, doubles in strength, basically. Mm. By by wetting it, don't know why that is, but it does. That that's the case. So I wanted them to stand out a bit more, a little bit more three D. Mm. Because so you picked, did that on the characters, you picked to uh, wet the dresses and some of the clothes, but not the faces. That's right. Yeah. Once again, it, it's just it's just the way I saw it at the time. I mean, other people would might see it differently, but you could imagine if you put a little bit of. Um, little bit of red or a little bit of pink or a little bit of ochre on the face and wet it and the blob of horrible colour. How do you get... You can't get it out. You can't... You can't. I mean, if you're quick, you could dab it out with your tissue. Mm. But you've already done it then. It's too late. 
it was be... a risk factor, and I didn't take any risk with that. It must be and, very uh, hard to be that precise as well, because the faces were quite small, to be that precise to wet that particular area. And what, what, what kind of brush were you using? What, what um, size brush were you using for well, that picture? Most of the time I was using a number six brush. It's quite a thick brush. I, I did, it, well, it, it, it looks it, doesn't it? But it's a sable brush. It's a, a good quality sable brush I was using. So it goes to a point. So you can actually get very, very fine detail with a number six brush. Well, a sable number six brush. Mm. Doesn't work so much with the, the man-made fibre ones. They're not so, uh, so what, forgiving. What kind of size would you suggest people uh, try uh, if they haven't got a sable brush? Oh, go, go to a three, set perhaps, perhaps a three. You don't want, you see, the thing is, if you go too small a brush, well, say a one, it doesn't hold a lot of water. So you've got to keep dipping it into your, uh, your, your, your water all the time. And each time you come away from your picture and dip it into the water, that split second or two can make a difference because it's starting to dry. Ah, I see, I see. Time's so against you, want, you. Yeah, you want, to keep, you want to keep a flow going, you know, really um, as much as you can with watercolour, well, watercolour and watercolour pencils too. Mm. You, want, you don't want them to dry before you're ready for them. So that's why I use... But the number six brush is a, it, that I use is a good one. And once the picture's dried, um, is it any, are there only areas that you would you know, uh, suggest people to go back over? Is, does it need it after you've got the print underneath and then the extra colour that's been watered down? Do you need to go back over it? Um, if, you, if you need to, you could. There's no reason why you, can, you, you, you can't do that. Um, you can add in fact sometimes it's a good idea to do it in stages you know do a little and then if it needs more put more on once it's dry mm. it dries quite quickly too now I don't think that, that that is really a problem you can keep adding um, as you need to on something like that but uh, I think that the, the way I did that was just about the maximum I wouldn't have thought that you want to do any more than I did there Mm. Uh, because it covered it pretty well. Mm. You used quite a lot of colours in this picture as well, and there was a lot of interesting surprises, you know, with the trees, a lot of a lot yeah. of different colours going into that. Um, were you expecting, because obviously you use a lot of colours in trees and pastel pencils, were you sort of taking mm. the same approach with trees with watercolour pencils? I think I was being a little bit more free-minded when I did that, and you have to be with that kind of picture. You with a pastel pencil picture, you're creating reality, or that's what you're trying to do. You're trying to create reality as close as you can with, with a, a mindset that means if you want to use a little bit of free uh, expression or you know, artistic license, you can. That's the approach I do with all pastel work, pastel pencil work. Now, with, the, with watercolor pencils, it's almost coming from a cartoonish look to mm. it rather than a realism. So this is why the trees look absolutely nothing like the trees <laughs> that I used in pastel pencils. It didn't have to and it didn't need it. It was different. It was a different kind of, of uh, approach. Well, there was... um, and and it's, it's very pleasing to do that because mm. you, you know, so... Uh, that's the reason it didn't look. And but you're right about the colour. You do need, but you need colour if you're. you're I putting... think I think with that particular medium, you do need colour. And 
with the uh, because there isn't necessarily the strength that you get with pastel you know the solid yeah, the right. solid depth of color but it was just really interesting and it is a lovely picture because it's so colorful it's so that's right. happy because you've got purples in the in the uh, roof and you that's know mauves right. yeah. and and yeah. Uh, yellow on the clouds and stuff it was it, but it was it was not too much it was it was a nice um, freedom that you'd obviously sort of expanded mm. out and not restricted yourself, um, mm. but not for it to look like a cartoon, but sort of um, uh, an in-between, I suppose. Fantasy, maybe. It yeah. borders on the fantasy, yeah. doesn't it? But More in a pleasant way, not in a, well, mm. that, that's weird, not in that kind of way, in a happy way, brings a smile to your face and makes you realise... Um, what what you can do with that freedom when it comes to watercolor pencils? I think too. You're you're always. I'm I'm certainly always aware of the fact that I should be having fun. Yeah, and and the fun element in that is great mm. because you don't have the pressure of trying to produce uh, and the worry of trying to produce an exact copy of a person a building a tree, a sky, or whatever. You don't have that problem. So you can be a little bit looser with your ideas. Mm. And that creates a lot of fun. And I did have a great deal of fun when I was doing that. And uh, I'm sure, as I do with all the cartoons, I thoroughly enjoyed doing them because it was it gives you a free hand. On the other hand, uh, when you come to the pastel work, the pastel pencil work that I do, I love doing that more, I think, because it's more demanding, more challenging. Mm. And uh, you, you have to be um, a little bit more uh, attentive to what you're doing. But that isn't. Mm. And I think it's, it's nice just to vary a bit, isn't it? And this is why I like this so much, this, this uh, idea. And I'm going to do more. I'm going to do more watercolour work. Uh, uh, the reason I did that one is because I've, I fished that. That was one I did. Oh, 20 years ago, it's got to be 20 years ago when I was doing pen and ink work. And uh, I, I, it was never released as a picture, ever. I did it and, was, and thought about it and thought, no, no, I don't think I'll release it as a picture. So it, it, it's, it was in my file. And when I thought about doing watercolour pens, I think, oh, wait a minute. And then I decided to do a pen and ink because originally it was a pen and ink. Uh, I know, I will combine the two together which I think worked very well. Mm. I think it did too. And uh, I hope that members out there will enjoy doing it as much as you did enjoy doing it. And also uh, let us know if they did enjoy it and want to see more of those mm. watercolours. Uh, absolutely. I think this is, this is we're, we're dependent on that. I mean, I've, I'm, I'll never ever um, move away from pastel pencils because I like them too much. But it is nice occasionally just to break off and I know, as I said, people like have got watercolour pencils and they don't know what to do. No, they do know what to do with it. Yeah, a lot of people said that to me. They said, oh, I've had watercolour pencils for years and, and I can dig them out again, finally, to, <laughs> to give this a try. So I know there's a lot of people out there that are looking at it for that reason. So if you want to check out a quick clip of the uh, picture, if you're not a member um, of the website, then you can go onto YouTube and uh, go to youtube.com slash Colin1940 to uh, check out the uh, quick clip that we put up there, a quick 10-minute clip of, of Dad using the watercolour pencils, wetting it, and uh, showing you how he does that. And if you are uh, a member of our website, 
you can get access to that picture if you are on the landscapes plan which is 5.99 a month or the all-in plan which is everything for 14.99 a month and that's all the other projects as well on the site we'll have another pastel pencil picture coming for you in the next week or two um i'm not going to say any more about that but it's uh, going to be a good one and uh, we'll get back to uh, dad's roots with uh, those pictures so you can <laughs> look forward to those uh, coming your way soon and uh, if you've got questions for us then please get in touch go to colinbradleyart.co.uk and get in touch via the buttons on the website if you have a minute it'd be lovely if you could leave us a positive review it would make our day uh, on itunes if you go to our website hit the radio tab at the top and there's links to itunes and if you have a spare moment please leave us a positive review and uh good well that's uh that's another episode done thanks dad Good, that's all right. I've enjoyed it, Steve. (laughs) And I hope you've all enjoyed it as well. So uh, that's it for this week. Thanks, for everyone, for listening. I'm Steve Bradley. And I'm Colin Bradley. Enjoy Enjoy your week. week. You've been listening to Colin Bradley Artcast. Learn to draw and paint online at your own pace in your own home. For free courses and more information, visit colinbradleyart.co.uk. 